You can be seated this morning. Well, once again, happy 4th of July, and we are so excited that you're here this morning. You know, as 4th of July starts, we're going to be grilling, we're going to be having hamburgers and hot dogs and swimming and just having a wonderful time. People are going to be going on vacation, and it made me start thinking about my vacations as a family when growing up, and I remember going one time to see Mount Rushmore and seeing those just enormous carvings out of the stone, and I remember my brother and I, we were running around, and we were finding on the ground and we were so excited we were like we're going to be rich only to find out it was fool's gold and it wasn't worth much at all and then as teenagers we went on better vacations like going to Hawaii and, and Pearl Harbor and then there's other memorable vacations with our family like going to Florida and driving to Venice Beach to look for shark teeth and as we were leaving that day, my, my stepdad said, I know a shortcut that's going to get us there quicker. And so we were all excited, and we couldn't wait to go see and find shark teeth. And after three hours of driving, we finally arrived there looking for shark teeth. You know, the best part of that night was it only took 30 minutes to get back to our hotel. True story. We still laugh about it to this day. It's one of those memories that we'll never forget. We look back with laughter and, and fond memories, and it's so fun. But being a parent now, I, I love taking my family on vacation as well. You know, a couple years ago, we took our, our family to Disney World, and they got to meet all the characters down there, and they got to ride all the roller coasters. And if you ask them what was their highlight or what is the thing that they remember most, they'd probably say riding the roller coaster at night while the fireworks were going off and being able to see them as they're flying down the roller coaster. You know, I just love taking my family to our parents' cottage up north and going jet skiing and pulling them on the tube and, and just trying to toss them off the tube. It's, it's a lot of fun. But the best part of going on vacation for me is making those memories with my family. And yet I know for some going on vacation can be a little difficult. And with it being the 4th of July now and summer in full swing and coming out of the, the year that we just had experiencing that pandemic and, and being quarantined and stuck at home, people are wanting to go on vacation and they want to have the best vacation ever. And so when I think of going on vacation, I, to me, it's not about being busy and having a, a packed schedule. It's about relaxing, having a time where I can just unwind and just be with those that I want to be with, my family, and just have fun with them, right? And there's a lot of things you can do this summer with your children being out of school. And when you get time off of work, and so I want you to understand the importance of this, that, that God wants you to have this incredible summer, and he doesn't want you to miss out on it. And what happens is when you miss it, we often say that it's, an, it's no biggie, but it is a big deal because often we're missing out on what God wants us to experience. In Psalm 139, it says, if I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. 
And so I want you to understand, no matter where you go, God is always there with you. And so when you're at home or when you are at work, God is there. And when you go on vacation, he is there as well. And he's there to help you, to guide you, to watch over you, and to give you strength. And so this morning, I want to share four things that I think will help us all to have the best vacation ever. And the first one I wrote is, learn the secret to having fun. Learn the secret to having fun. You have to have fun. And I don't know about you, but I love to have fun. Now, what's fun for you may not be fun for you, and that's okay. I understand that because what's fun for you may not be fun for me, and I'm okay with that too. But you got to have fun. And so I've discovered to try to have fun in everything I do because if I do, I will discover some fun in it. And you're like, not really, no way. But yeah, see, going to the doctor's office isn't very fun. Sorry, doctor. Right? It's not very fun, but it's necessary. And when they leave you alone in that exam room, all by yourself, it's a playground in there. There's a lot of stuff in there to play with and you know they have that sign in there that says please stay off your cell phones and I'm thinking that's just so that you can play with the stuff in there and so you know they've got a lot of cool gadgets and you leave me alone with stuff I'm gonna start looking at it and playing with it and so either that or give me back my cell phone one or the other but you gotta have fun and so we need to learn to have fun and there's some things that we have to learn and some say you know God and fun just don't go together. But that's not true. God is fun. They think, you know, God just wants you to be serious all the time. And that's not true because he created us. He created us with personality. He created me, right? He created you, and we are fun people. And so God wants to have fun because God is fun. And so there's times to be serious. You know, when you're working at work, make sure you focus on work. But there's times to have fun as well. And God wants you to enjoy life. You know, God created you to enjoy life, to enjoy the life that he has given you. And there are some that feel guilty about having a good time. But don't. Listen to this verse in Ecclesiastes 3. I know the best thing we can do is to always enjoy life. Because God's gift to us is the happiness we get from our food and drink and the, from the work we do. You see, fun is a short-term experience. It's something that, that you don't get to have all the time. Fun is something that, that you have to engage in, and it's, a, it's for a sporadic moment because there's times in our life where you have to do something and it's just not fun at all, right? Going to the dentist isn't fun. When you have to get a root canal, that's no fun. It's necessary, but it's no fun unless you get the happy gas, right? Then it's fun, but you have to have fun. We have to disconnect and we have to try to distract our mind from the serious things in our life. And so to have fun, we need to shift our mindset from all that is serious, right? All that is serious to things that are enjoyable. 
And God says, I want you to enjoy life. I want you to learn to have fun. Enjoy the fruit of your labor. See, work is necessary. Work is something we have to do. God established work when he created Adam and he put Adam into the garden. He said, work the garden. And so work is necessary, but we also need to enjoy what we're working for and have the enjoyment from the fruit of our labor. It's like harvesting crops, right? Our children went blueberry picking a couple years ago, and they had their baskets, right? They were to go, and, and they began to fill their baskets up with blueberries. They were f- totally full, and, and they had fun doing it, and they worked doing it, right? But they had this incredible reward for the work they had done. They got to enjoy all the blueberries that they picked. And my daughter grabbed that whipped cream and and had a bigger mound of whipped cream than blueberries. And she enjoyed it. She enjoyed the labor of her work. And God says, don't feel guilty with what I've blessed you with. Don't feel guilty about spending money on your vacation because you worked. That is the fruit of your labor and getting time to enjoy it. And I'll come back to this in a moment, but God wants us to have fun. And let me ask you a question. When was the last time you had fun? And I know it can be difficult, especially coming out of last year, right, when we couldn't do anything. There was no fun last year, right? Couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. You had to stay home. I still had fun with my family. But when was the last time you had fun? What's fun for you? Think about that. What's fun for you? And as I've gotten a little bit older, you know, fun for me has changed over the years. You know, when I was younger, it was doing something all the time. I had to do something fun. I had to do something where I was going to be bored. Fun for me now is just sitting on a swing, overlooking the water, and just relaxing, right? Fun for me now is going on the jet ski and pulling my kids on the tube and trying to launch them off of it instead of me holding on to the tube for dear life, right? When I was a teenager, that was fun. Now I'd want to see someone fly off. That's fun. Fun has changed, right? Fun for me is creating memories with my family when we go on vacation and play Phase 10 and and just eat a whole bag of Twizzlers. That's fun. Creating those moments, creating those memories. And so when you are away from work, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to enjoy life because you've worked so hard to get to that point. You know, as parents, this is important. Have fun with your children. Have fun with them. You've worked hard all year getting them to their sports practices, running them to and fro. You are their taxi service. You are their chefs, feeding them constantly. You are their teachers, helping them with all their schoolwork. Every day you are doing something for them. And so have fun with them. Take time and enjoy it because they are the fruit of your labor. So enjoy spending time with your children. You know, throughout the whole year, we're, we're constantly on the go. We're, we're pressured to do this, to do that, right? We're constantly doing things. And so this summer, when you take a vacation, disconnect from the world and just enjoy the time with your family. 
Secondly, if you really want to have the best vacation ever, you also need to learn to relax. Learn to relax. And relaxing can be very difficult. You know, have, have you ever had someone give you a shoulder massage, you know, and they're, they're just like really just, uh, you know, and, uh, and you're like, oh, that kind of hurts, right? And, and they say this to you, man, you're really tense, right? You're like, well, have you seen my family? <laughs> right? And you know what I do for work, right? Learn to relax. And relaxing is when you become less tense, less stiff, less tight. It's removing the feelings of worry and nervousness and anxiousness in your life. You know, relaxing is closely related to fun because fun is what you get to do when you enjoy things, right? But in order to relax, you have to let go of the things that are holding you back from having fun. You see, God wants us to do this. He wants us to learn to relax. He wants us to learn to let go of all that tension, to let go of all that stress in your life. And the tension... The tension in your life is released when you begin to shift your focus from the things here and begin to shift it to God. Then you can begin to relax. And for me, learning to relax was was a little difficult you know, because I have to totally change gears. Maybe you're like me, and, and you just have to do this mental shift and just change gears. And so I've learned that if I continue to stay at it and continue to go, 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 and don't relax, stress just continues to build. It just continues to build in my life. And if I'm not careful, if you're not careful, and don't learn to relax, then the stress in your life can take you to a breaking point in your life. And when we don't relax, those things in our lives that are causing us to stress about will seem to get bigger and bigger and will get more complicated in your life. And it will begin to pull you away from God. And instead of experiencing all God wants, you'll be farther away. Listen to this verse in 1 Peter 5. Give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. You know, underline that word, all. That is such a small word, but it's such a huge word. Give all your worries. Not some, not the small ones, not even just the big ones, all of them. See, God wants us to be in a place where we can learn to relax. And in order to get to that place where we can really enjoy life, we have to get to the place where we learn to just let go go of the things that try to control us and the things we're trying to control. And this is what God says. Take all the things, all the things that that are causing you to worry, all the things that are causing you to stress, all the things that make you anxious and give them to him. And the first thing you need to do is figure out what it is that's making you anxious. What are those things? And you're, you're probably sitting there saying, you know what? You know what really frustrates me? You know what really stresses me out? It's my job. Well, what about your job is it? You know, what specifically is it about your job that's causing you to worry? Or what is it about your kids that cause you to be anxious? And I know that list is endless right there, right? What is it that causes you to be anxious about them? Or what is it about your financial situation that is causing you to stress? I don't have enough money. Well, 
No one really has enough money. But what is it specifically? God says, take an inventory. Figure it out. Figure out what it is that's causing you to worry. What it is that's causing you to stress. What is it that's causing you to to just be stressed out? Take an inventory. Figure it out. Because you can't give him what you need to give him unless you figure out what you need to give him. I said that right. You can't figure out what you need to give him unless you know what it is you need to give him. And so take an inventory. Figure out what it is specifically that's causing you to stress out, to worry, to be anxious, and figure it out. And so if you want to take the best vacation before you leave the house, make a list. Sit down and begin to write out, this is what stresses me out. My job. You know, the employees I work with. You know, what it is, right? Write it out. And then leave that list sitting on the counter. And as you leave, trust God to take care of it while you're gone. And when you're on vacation and you're enjoying life and and that thing pops up in your head, and all of a sudden in your mind you start thinking about it again, say, nope, I left it back at home with God to take care of it. And he's taking care of it. And then when you get home and you walk in and you see that list lying on the counter, throw it in the garbage. Don't pick it back up because you just made it a whole week without worrying about it. You've entrusted it with God. Let him continue to take care of it. See, it can be difficult. And it took me a while to learn how to relax when I went on vacation. I'd always worry about what was going on back home, right? I'd worry all week long, you know, is everything being taken care of? You know, is the youth service going to run smoothly without me? And you know what I found out? It did. Life continued without me. You know, if I planned well enough, everything went great. If I didn't plan well enough, everything still went, right? Life still continued. When you give it over to God, when God is in control, you can relax. You can enjoy it. See, when you understand that God has everything under control, that he's got it, you can relax. Because honestly, I'd rather God be in control than me be in control of it. I'd rather him be able to take care of it all than me to try to figure it out. And so when you understand that God's got it, When you understand that secret, then God begins to take the worry, the anxiety, the stress out of your life, and he'll relieve you of it all, and you can just enjoy life and enjoy the life God has given you. And so now when I go on vacation and we're driving out of town, you know, I just, I get it all out of my system. I just begin to just, everything that's weighing on my mind, I just let it out. And Jeanette's like this this passenger just, sitting there, and she can't do anything about it. She's just listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And I get it all out. And at, when I get done, you know what? When I get it all out of my system, I don't worry about it anymore. I don't think about it. I honestly feel all the stress, all the anxiety, just leave. And I can focus now on having fun with my family. 
I can do what God wants me to be doing and enjoying life with my family. See, third, if you really want to have the best vacation ever, you also need to have a plan. You have to have a plan. I remember growing up watching a TV show called The A-Team as a child. These elite commandos who couldn't hit anything if they wanted to. They were kind of like the stormtroopers. I don't understand these people. You know, elite commandos who were shooting guns and couldn't hit anybody. But watching the A-Team and, and every episode, they found themselves getting into some kind of trouble. And then Hannibal would come up with a plan that would get him out of the predicament. And he'd always say, I love it when a plan comes together, right? Listen to what Jesus says in Luke 14. Is there anyone here who, planning to build a new house, doesn't first sit down and first figure the cost so you'll know if you can complete it? If you only get the foundation laid and then run out of money, you're going to be looking pretty foolish. Everyone passing by will poke fun at you. He started something he couldn't finish. You know, God's saying here, have a plan. Come up with a plan. Imagine if, if I turned to Jeanette and said, listen, Jeanette, you and I, we're going to head out on a va vacation for the week. It's just you and I. We're leaving the kids with grandma and grandpa. It's going to be wonderful. They're going to love it, right? We're going to love it. She would love that. She would love that I planned this thing, right? And she would love that the spontaneity of it all. But imagine in all the excitement of this trip that I didn't plan to book a hotel room for us to stay in. And so we get to our destination, and as we arrive, we find out that the hotel is completely sold out. And we drive to the next one, and the next one's completely sold out. And we have to keep driving and driving until we find this one place to stay, the place where you bring home more with you than you brought. Right? Not good for me now. But then just imagine this. Two days later, we run out of money to eat, and we have no more money to eat, and so now we're just eating crackers and peanut butter, right? She wouldn't be happy with me. She wouldn't think that this was a great trip. She'd be going, let's go home, right? I'd probably be saying, let's go home, right? She'd be furious with me. So it's wise for me to plan ahead. It's, it's good to make reservations to make sure that they have a room for you when you get there, right? And so I'd make sure that my car would be all gassed up and that it would be able to get us there and back. See, one of the things I've discovered that hinders people from relaxing and having fun is that they don't plan for how they're going to pay for their trip, Right? It's vacation, and they discover, you know what? They just don't have enough money to pay for the trip that they were planning on going. And so they pull out the credit card, and they say, well, we're just going to charge it. Right? Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. And everyone's having a great time except that one person. That one person that keeps counting in his head, right? Well, that's another $100. <laughs> that's another $250, right? And they're, they're thinking about 30 days from now, we're going to be getting a bill. And everyone else is having this incredible time except the one person who's thinking that bill's coming. And they're missing out on all the fun. They're missing out on everything because it's not fun to worry about having to pay for something. 
and they worry about how they're going to have to pay for this while everyone else is having a good time. All because they didn't plan ahead. And for some, you're saying, that is my plan. I just charge it, right? But that isn't a good plan. God has a better plan for us. See, charging everything is all right when you have the finances to pay for it when the bill comes. But often people don't plan and they find themselves having to dig out of a financial hole for the next six months for a vacation that they really didn't enjoy because they were worried about the finances to begin with. And God wants us to be good stewards of what he's entrusted to us. And that includes our money. And so have a plan. And so what I do is I, I create a budget for our finances. I, I look and, and create a plan of what our next year is going to look like financially. You know, I, I ask, what are we going to have to fix around the house? What is necessary this upcoming year? You know, or what can we push, push off another year or two, right? I look at those things. I ask myself, what are we going to have to buy this year? You know, is it a, a new bicycle for our, our kids? Yeah, we're going to have to buy a new one. They keep growing, right? More clothes, definitely, right? And the food bill keeps getting higher and higher. And so I plan all these things. And then I ask myself, how much are we going to be able to save, because one day I would like to retire, right? And then I say, okay, now with the remaining money, how much can we spend on vacation? And you plan it all out. See, our budget allows us to plan the year and live a, a healthy lifestyle so that we don't overspend. And it allows us to say no to one thing so that we can say yes to other things like going on vacation. And so you need to have a plan. And maybe your plan is to put money in an envelope every time you get your paycheck. Or maybe it's to open up a, a new bank account, a savings account that, that just says vacation. And so every paycheck you get, you're just putting a little bit of money into that bank account, a little bit of money, right? And so when the time comes and that vacation comes, you're able to pay for it. Wouldn't it be a great feeling if you went on vacation and came home and didn't owe a penny, wouldn't that be a wonderful thing if you were able to just enjoy the whole time and say, man, I can eat whatever I want. I can get the filet mignon every single night, right? That's just me, I guess. I'm sorry, right? I would love that. And so God says, have a plan, develop a plan, because that's God's plan for your life. He wants you to enjoy it. And if you want to have fun, if you want to relax, if you want it to be enjoyable, have a plan. And whatever that plan is, just make sure that you're a good steward of it. And then finally, if you really want to have the best vacation, keep your guard up. Keep your guard up. And students, you know, I know you're out of school and you have all this new free time in life. You know, for some of you, it's three months of unsupervised freedom. Don't get reckless in summertime. Summer is often the time when we let our guard down. You go over to a friend's house and that friend doesn't have the same convictions that you do and soon you find yourself doing something that you normally wouldn't be doing. 
Listen to 1 Peter in 5. It says, be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion, sneaking around to find someone to attack. But you must resist the devil and stay strong in your faith. See, the devil is looking to devour you, and so it's important to be on your guard. It's important for you to stay alert, to be looking. And so don't put yourself in compromising situations. You can't be reckless. And that's why the passage starts out saying, stay alert, be on the guard, be self-controlled. And so how do I do that? By allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you in your life and to keep your mind focused on God. You know, if you feel uneasy about being in a certain situation, then you should leave. And we've told our children, you know, if at any time they're at a place doing something and they feel uncomfortable, call us, we will come get you. We'll come. And so it's foolish to stay there if you're, if you're feeling uncomfortable. And it's probably God's way of saying, you know what, I'm warning you about something. I want you to get going. And so he's probably trying to get you to leave that situation. And so resist temptation and be strong in your faith. I was sharing with our students a couple weeks ago a message called 10 Ways to Make Your Summer the Best Ever. And I shared how they have roughly 130,000 minutes this summer. And how now that they're out of school, their responsibilities are a little less like going to school and doing homework. And now they have more time to be able to spend with God. And so I encourage them to have fun, to go swimming, do things with their students. I encourage them to do some weird things like wake up early. And by early, I meant like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, not 6. That's, uh, yeah, right? And so I encourage them. I encourage them to listen to their parents and do everything that they asked them to. I know, I'm old. But I told them, listen, do these things, honor your parents, and it will be well with you. And I told them, don't forget God. Have fun. Go on vacation, but don't forget God. And so this summer, as we look at the growth work, as we go on vacation, make sure that you make God a priority. We should make God a priority every day of our life. But for some reason, it seems like when summer comes, God just begins to get pushed to the side. And so we need to keep God in the forefront of our mind. And it's easy to go on vacation and get caught up in all the fun things that we do and all the plans that we made, and we kind of forget about God. But don't go on vacation and leave God at home. Take him with you. If God's a priority in your life here, he should be a priority in your life when you're on vacation as well. And for you to have the kind of relaxation, the fun, the enjoyment that God wants you to have, he should be there with you. He should be there with you every time. And so let me share just a simple way that we can make God part of our vacation. Worship at a local church. When you're out of town, find a local church to worship at. You know, there have been many vacations where we call up our friends and say, hey, we're in town. Can we go to church with you? 
They're like, well, sorry, we're on vacation right now. We're like, oh, man, right? Others are like, yeah, come join us. And it's great to go to another church and worship. We know you love Woodland. And it's okay. Nothing's going to change when you visit another church on vacation. Your feelings for us will still be here. But it's good for you to go because it reminds you that the church is bigger than Woodland. And it reminds you, it demonstrates to your family that church is important to you and to your faith. And so worship at a local church and then find time to pray. You know, maybe you're used to praying in the morning when you first get up, right, before you go to work. But because of vacation, you get to sleep in now. Or maybe you're used to praying right before you go to bed, but because you're on vacation, you're around the campfire a little later and you're having fun talking and eating s'mores. And so it's just changing your whole schedule there. But it's important to make prayer a priority. Pray with your family. You know, before you leave home, pray together as a family that God would be with you, that he'd watch over you, keep you safe, and stretch your dollar to go farther, right? Pray as a family as you get ready to eat. Thank God for the things he's doing throughout the week. Go on a nature walk or or walk along the beach, and as you just enjoy God's creation, just talk with him. Just make sure you take time and talk with them. And then spend time reading your Bible. You know, it's really easy to get out of the habit of reading your Bible on vacation as well. You know, when our set schedule changes, and now we have a fluid one, instead of doing this, 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 and you know, every 15 minutes, it's, it's a set schedule for you. You have a routine. When your routine changes, everything gets messed up. And it's easy to just forget. But don't forget your Bible on vacation, whether it's a a paper Bible or a digital one. Don't forget it. Don't forget to read every day. And what's so great about a digital Bible is if you have the the YouVersion Bible app on your phone, if you forget your reading glasses, all you have to do is just push a button and it will read it for you. It's beautiful. It's wonderful, right? It's important that we make sure that God's at the forefront of our mind, our thoughts. Because God's the one that has allowed us to enjoy that blessing of being where we're at, enjoying time with our family. Wouldn't it be great if you could enjoy life more? Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could just enjoy life and didn't have to worry? Wouldn't it be great if you had less anxiety in your life? If you found life to be more fun? Wouldn't it be more relaxing if you could learn to just put your cell phone down and not be accessible to people, but be more accessible to God? See, God has a plan for your life. And you can have the best summer. You can have the greatest vacation if you invite Jesus to be a part of it. You know, I want you to go on vacation. I want to hear of all the cool things you do. I want to be envious of that, right? Not in a bad way, but a great way, right? 
I want to hear how much fun you had because I'm going to have fun. And I want to hear how you came back relaxed, refreshed. Because when you relax, when you enjoy yourself on vacation, when you allow God to be a part of it, you'll be amazed how much God will speak to you when you're not running around doing everything and you're just sitting on that swing, watching the water, and just talking with God. Let's pray this morning. You know, maybe you're here today and, or maybe you're watching online right now and you came across our page or someone invited you to join us today and you're watching and you want to enjoy a life. You want a life that's less stressful, that's worry-free. The only true way that you're going to be able to get that is if you invite Jesus into your life. And so this morning, if that's you, and you want to invite Jesus into your life, will you pray along with me this morning and just simply say, Jesus, I thank you so much for loving me enough that you came and died on a cross for my sin. And though I really don't understand everything, I, I do know that I need you in my life. And so I ask you to come into my life and forgive me of all my sin and make me a new person. Help me to enjoy life, to enjoy the life that you want me to enjoy and to live it with you each and every day. Help me each day to know you more and to experience all that you have to offer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And Father, I also pray right now for each and every one of us here. Lord, as we're in the midst of summer, I pray, help us to learn to let go of the stress, the cares of this world, to give them all to you, and help us to enjoy and have fun with our families this summer. Help us to enjoy life with you, by bringing you with us wherever we go. And so, God, I pray, may you continue to do some amazing things in our lives. And, God, I thank you for each and every one of us. And I ask that you continue to watch over us this week. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining with us today on this 4th of July. And if you prayed that prayer with me today, if you were online and you prayed that prayer with me, we'd love to be praying with you. And if you would love to let us know you prayed that, you can email us at info at woodland.church. And we'd love to be able to pray with you. Or if you're watching on Facebook right now or YouTube, just write a comment and we'll know to be praying for you as well. Well, once again, thank you for joining with us today. And as you're getting ready to leave, make sure you take those communication cards, fill them out, place it into the offering along with your tithes and offerings this morning. And you have a wonderful week. God bless you.